0: Or a little something extra from the apple seed. And now, here's your host, Sam Payne.
1: It's such a pleasure to have you with us for a little something extra here in the podcast. Just about every day, we bring you a full hour-long episode filled with stories for you and your family, and also a little something extra, usually inspired by something that we brought you in the full episode. In today's full hour-long episode, we brought you a generational story, a story about Sarah, the daughter of storyteller Sid Lieberman. And this is also a story that deals with generational relationships. Do you have something special that reminds you of your parents or grandparents? Maybe a piece of jewelry or a letter? Or Does your family have a family heirloom that's been passed down from generation to generation? These objects are extraordinary because they're more than just objects. They symbolize our connections to family members who came before us and the love we all share for one another. Molly Catron tells us a story about one of these treasured items in her story, patent leather shoes. Here's Molly.
0: I remember the first time I saw those shoes. They were sitting on the end of that bed on that uh, chenille bedspread, you know, the one with the peacocks on it. They were the prettiest things I had ever seen. I'm not sure where they came from, but probably from my cousin Shirley. you got to understand one thing. You see, up to this point, I had had a practical life with practical parents. I lived in a practical house, and Lord knows I had practical shoes, those Buster Brown lace-ups. And when I saw those shoes, I couldn't believe it. They were patent leather. They had these little straps that went across uh, them, and they had this little square grosgain bow that sat right on the toe of them. And the minute I saw them, I had to try them on. I sat down on that rug, and I slipped them on my feet. They fit perfectly. And I stood up, and I took my first step, and I slipped a little bit. And I thought, well, life can be exciting. But then I stepped off of that rug onto that linoleum floor and the most wonderful thing happened. Those shoes clicked. I was instantaneously transformed into Shirley Temple. While I clicked myself down that hallway straight on through the living room I could click myself straight down the center row of that church. And I learned even how to click in the dirt before it was over with. I wore those shoes everywhere I went until I had more foot out of them, then I could get in them and Mama wouldn't let me wear them anymore. Now you got to understand I've had relationships with other shoes. When I was in high school I had these saddle shoes that I loved. They had to be Spalding's with the red sole on them and when I graduated from school all my friends signed them and uh, I still have those things hanging in my house. Um, They're one of my favorite possessions. And then in the 60's I had these Jesus sandals. Why They had the perfect imprint of my feet in them, and I would have worn them the rest of my life, but the tops wore out, and I couldn't figure out how to fix them. Then we moved into the disco era, and I had these platform shoes. They were the prettiest things with all these sequins over and on them and everything, and ooh, I thought they were wonderful. My daughter's a photographer now, and she has them in her studio. She calls them retro, which makes me mad. And then I went into the corporate world, and of course, from there on, I tried to stuff my feet into every kind of toed shoes you can imagine. Pointed toes, round toes, square toes, and as a result of it, I have corns and bunions and everything else, and most of the time, I spend my time in my flip-flops. Well, one time, my oldest granddaughter, when she was little, was staying with me, and she was spending the weekend, and her mom and dad had bought her there, and when it came time for me to take her to church, I realized they hadn't brought her any shoes. And so I was looking around to figure out what to do. Now, it wouldn't have been any problem if she went barefoot to my little church, if it were summertime, but I was worried about her going out in the cold in the winter. So I was lamenting what to do about the shoes, and she heard me, and she said, finally, she said, Nana, I'll wear your shoes. And I said, oh, baby, you can't wear my shoes. They're too big, you'll fall down. And she said, no, I'll wear the other shoes. And she went off in another part of the house and came trotting back with those patent leather shoes. And I said, okay, baby, we'll see if they fit. And she sat down on the rug, and I put them on her, and they fit perfectly. And then she stood up, and she stepped out on the hardwood floor, and she turned around and looked at me with the most wonderful look on her face, and she said, Nana, they click. And I said, yeah, baby, they click. And it was one of those moments when life just turned around and looked at itself in a mirror. Well, when my kids come down to the house now, I have three granddaughters. They love to hear that story, and it'll usually look like something like this. The oldest granddaughter will sit there and hold one uh, shoe. The, uh, the middle granddaughter will hold another one, and the youngest one will just sit there with longing look on her face, and they'll listen to the whole story, and at the end of it, the oldest one would say, oh, Nana, save those shoes from my daughter. And then the middle girl would say the same, yes, I want them for my daughter. One time I was telling the story and the youngest one was nowhere to be found and all of a sudden she came in holding my flip-flops up in her arm and she said, Nana, now tell us the story of your flip-flops.
1: Patent Leather Shoes, a story told for you by Tennessee storyteller Molly Catron. What a pleasure to bring this tale to you and also all of the other tales that we bring to you each day on the full hour-long episodes of The Appleseed that you enjoy, plus these Appleseed extras. You can find us online at byuradio.org Appleseed, an archive there of all of the episodes of the show, more than a thousand episodes and thousands of stories for your listening pleasure anytime you like. Subscribe to the podcast for something new just about every day on The Appleseed. Appleseed and reach out to us at theappleseed@byu.edu. That's theappleseed@byu.edu. We love to hear from you. I'm Sam Payne, and I can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed.
0: Thanks for joining us for a little something extra from The Appleseed. Google The Appleseed Podcast and subscribe for something new just about every day. The Appleseed with Sam Payne.